Hello everyone, this is Rob McDougall from Zank Financial here with your economic update. Today is Monday, August 28th, 2023. So as we previewed last week, there was virtually no economic data that was released during the week last week. There was one data point. Uh, it was on Tuesday, existing home sales came in pretty close to uh, consensus estimates, a little bit below, but nothing to really speak of. So the only real economic event last week that moved markets at all was the Jackson Hole discussion in Jackson Hole by Jerome Powell, chairman of the Federal Reserve. So during that discussion, he told us pretty much what we already know, uh, that inflation is higher than the Fed would like. So PCE, which is the measure the Fed likes to use for policy, the personal consumption expenditure, still too high for them. The Fed targets a 2.0 annual increase, and it's currently running at a pace of almost 3% year over year, which is not which is a lot better than we were six months ago, but still not at target. So he mentioned that inflation is too high and the Fed would continue to increase rates if needed to get that inflation down. Now, since then, we know uh, that the, uh, the GDP growth for the U.S., we actually knew before the meeting, but uh, the estimates continue to go higher. So we watch the Atlanta Federal Reserve and their estimates for third quarter GDP growth. They moved that up again last week to 5.9%. So I will be just absolutely amazed if it does come in that high. But that comes on the heels of the second quarter GDP, uh, which came in at 2.4%. So it looks like economic activity most definitely has picked up here in the third quarter, enough alarming enough to the Federal Reserve where they're saying they may have to rate, uh, raise further. Um, so we'll see what will happen. There's a Fed meeting on September 20th. And the one outcome from last week is that uh, the expectation for the Federal Reserve not increasing, that actually moved down. So uh, going into the week, the expectation was there was an 86% probability that the Federal Reserve would do nothing on September 20th. That now has dropped about 80%. So that's moved down. What's also moved down is the expectation of no change from now to the end of the year. So the current range by the Federal Reserve is 5% to 5.25. And the Fed Fund's future market had priced in a 56% probability. That's where we will end the year. That changed after last week in Powell's speech. That now is down to about 41%. So uh, despite that, uh, the expectation of the Fed maybe being a little more aggressive than previously thought, uh, inflation expectations in total barely budge. So coming into the week, uh, the 10-year uh, inflation break-even, 10-year Treasury minus 10-year tips was at 2.31, came in, finished the end of the week at 2.33. So again, I always under try to underscore this. Uh, inflation has been higher than normal, certainly, and a year and a half ago was very high and has come down to levels uh, that, that are acceptable, I think, but 2.33% over the next 10 years, I think we would all be very pleased for that. Um, I'm throwing in the chart again this week at the Federal Reserve and their estimate, the Atlanta Federal Reserve, their estimate of third quarter GDP growth. Again, one small increment up. Came into the week at 5.8% was their estimate, and now it is 5.9%. So, that's all we got out of last week, really, from an economic standpoint, is Jerome Powell reiterating their stance and the futures market adjusting to Fed funds expectations. 
But uh, strip that all away, and what happened last week? Well, actually, U.S. equity markets were up with that, as fixed income markets were. Um, international equities, they were down. So S&P 500 last week up 84 basis points. Uh, Year-to-date now, um, as of Friday, up 16%. Uh, juxtapose that versus the rest of the world, so MSCI, World, XUS, that's only up 5.24%. So again, S&P 500 up 16%. Rest of the world, 5.2% on a year-to-date basis. So what really worked last week is what worked really for the first six months of the year. Large cap, really mega cap, and particularly tech last week. The NASDAQ last week was up two point, almost 2.3%. So international down last week. Everything ex-U.S. was down 24 basis points. China down another 20 bips. China for the year down 8.9%. So clearly investors are fleeing, continuing to flee from Chinese equities. Uh, the news we've gotten over the last couple of weeks about the Chinese economy, including real estate, has not been good. Expectations for future growth keep coming down for China. So the good thing for our portfolios, for your portfolio, is we do monitor our exposure to Chinese equities, very modest in terms of total portfolio exposure, which has been good this year. So fixed income, despite the fact Fed funds futures are indicating stronger probability of Fed tightening. The Bloomberg U.S. aggregate bond index up a little bit last week, call it 30 basis points, and that's about what it is for the year. It's up 40 basis points. So uh, to wrap that up in terms of how the market responded last week, S&P 500 up last week, NASDAQ leading the way uh, in international equities modestly down. So this week, last week I mentioned almost no economic data being released this week. About as heavy as it gets. Tomorrow, Tuesday, consumer confidence. This is a conference board's measurement. It's going to be or expected to be pretty close to what it was a month of July. It came in at 117, expected to be 116 uh, for the August period. Uh, on Wednesday, we'll get the revision to the second quarter GDP number. The initial was 2.4. That's the consensus. I would not be surprised to see this tick up a little bit. Just given the strength that we've seen here in the third quarter with GDP growth, again, the Fed, the Atlanta Fed, thinking 5.9%. So um, I think we might see a slight revision up. But anyways, uh, that happens on Wednesday. Then Thursday and Friday, the fireworks uh, occur on Thursday. Four data points, personal income, personal spending, PCE, PCE core. Um, Personal income expected to come in for July 0.3% month over month. That's what it was the prior month, so nothing shocking there. Personal spending expected to inflect up a little bit. So for the month of June, that was up month over month 0.5%. Month of July expected to be up 0.7%. Now, the most important metrics, I think, of the week will be PCE, PCE core, both on Thursday. Both expected to be up 0.2% month over month. Again, if there's a surprise, so I'm not going to make a prediction. But if there is a surprise here for either PCE or PCE core, I think it's to the upside. I really think that because uh, we've seen energy prices increase over the last three months, I think we showed that last week, that probably well could lead to a small negative surprise on PCE. But again, we'll see on Thursday, both of those metrics, PCE and PCE core, expected to be up 0.2% month over month for the month of July. Friday, we get non-farm payrolls. 
That's expected to come in at 175,000. The prior month, uh, the month of July, was up. Uh, we added 187,000 jobs. So again, expectation of adding 175. This is definitely decelerating. So if we hit that 175, that would make the run rate for the last three months about 180,000. The prior three months was about 225,000. So the job additions definitely slowing at this point. Average hourly earnings uh, last the last data point was July was up 0.4 percent month over month. It's expected to be a little more modest at 0.3. That can cut either way. Um, certainly, consumers' uh, buying power would be increased for higher, but also could lead to further inflation. So, if it's 0.3 or 0.4, probably doesn't matter much for the market. The last metric, uh, ISM manufacturing index on Friday. I have been mentioning it on here very frequently. Uh, manufacturing in the U.S., this is really kind of recessionary levels. If uh, we hit the consensus for the month of August, which is 46.7 on that index, that would mark the 10th consecutive month of a below 50 reading, 50 being the cutoff line between expansion being higher and below 50 contraction. So 10 months in a row, if this hits 46.7, that we're going to be under 50. So what is driving the economy? Services, entertainment, leisure, uh, food. So that's it for this week's uh, economic update. I thank you very much for attending and hope to see you again next week. Thank you.